Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining, joined this evening by Jeremy Dunn. Jeremy, how are you doing this afternoon? Evening, actually. I, I, I'm peachy. Yeah. I'm drinking a Coke. I'm drinking a Coca-Cola out of a bottle, a glass bottle. <laughs> so when's the last time you did that? What's that? When's the last time you did that? Um, a um, couple days ago. What'd you buy, like the the, the glass cases? No, I, I, you know, they just have the the their eight ounce bottles now. They they don't have the sixteen ounce bottles anymore. Some oh, well. bitches. <laughs> so how was your week? It was good, actually. It's it's been very very busy. Um, just lots of stuff going on. Um, Mark and I had a great day. You no, know, we had we had a great date weekend. Do you do you ever get those where you just have a date weekend? Where, where you go out and you have lunch and you have dinner and you do stuff around the city and you just enjoy each other's company. That's what we did this weekend. It was great. Sometimes. Sometimes we do that. My partner works a lot on the weekend, so. Well, he's working all the time. Right. Yeah, we know Joe. We, we know yeah, how Joe time. works. What's that? Sometimes. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's, it, was, it was nice. It was just nice to have that kind of a weekend. Um, Memorial Day, we it was rainy and miserable out, so um, Mark had to work, but uh, I, I stayed in with the pups and just kind of hung out, and we stayed in bed for almost half the day on Monday. It was great, and so and and then work has just been crazy busy, you know. So it just, I've, I've been busy. How about you? Right. What's your week been like? Um, it's been I've been doing a lot of different things with um. You know, working on the site, and I had a, a soccer practice and, and a tournament coming up past week that passed. So it's just been a lot of we've been doing the garden, our vegetable garden finally in. Um, you know, Joe likes to do all that stuff. So, you know, all those plants are now in there. So now we're going to be able to have, you know, our own vegetables, which is always fun. Nice. You guys yeah. will be prepared for the apocalypse. That's right. <laughs> yeah. um, so so I, I, I have a soccer question for you. Okay. When is the World Cup? Is it now? Is it over? It, it, I believe when, it starts next Saturday. Okay, okay, because we're because Mark and I want to go and watch the World Cup over at this little Irish pub called Hooligans, and we're uh-huh. really looking forward to going. So yeah, I know Saturday. I know. This Saturday coming up, the twelfth, there is a uh, the USA is playing the team, and it's a World Cup game um, on Saturday in the afternoon sometime. I don't oh, know the okay. exact time, but I know that's when they're playing. Yeah, because we but want to go to the Hooligans Park. It looks, that sounds it looks like fun. fun. It does, you it's, know, and it's, it's fun. tiny. This, this little thing is like, it, it, this bar is tiny, and they pack so many people in there to watch the World Cup every year. Oh, wow. Everybody's got on their um, their 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 outfits, you know, the... What are they called? Jersey thingies? Jerseys? <laughs> yeah, you're funny. And and everybody's got on their little soccer shorts, which I love to look kind of, you know, when they're sitting there on the bar stool, I kind of, my eye kind of goes, <laughs> you know, because I'm dirty. I like that. That's funny. That's funny because actually um, we go to a, a bar. We just started going to a bar in, in Center City, Philly called Taboo. And they go there. We went there and watched the um, USA play Turkey last about two weeks ago. And we ended up winning, and we're going there again next Saturday for the World Cup game. So it's kind of interesting because all of a sudden soccer is popular. You know what I mean? Like I last know. night, last night I put on Channel Six, and I'm like, oh my God, the Philadelphia Union is playing soccer on on on, on a normal channel. So it was very odd, and they had a post game and a pre game, and I was like, it's, they're really you know it's starting to really catch on, which is really nice because you know I've been playing for years. So yeah, I, I think nice I to, think that it's nice to watch a game in English. 
you know, in the sense that it's in Spanish, but the only time I ever know anything is when they go, go, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's funny. That's the only time I understand yeah. what's going on, so. Yeah, I, but I, I'm going, I, um, I know nothing about, I know nothing, nothing about soccer, except that it's this, um, you know what, Mark, we are going to talk about soccer as long as we like. It's our show. <laughs> That's um, right. I, I, I like that black and white ball thingy. It's a soccer ball. Yeah. What, what, so, That's funny so, because – go ahead. No, 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 you first. And then, no, I was going to oh, say like, – uh, No, I was going to ask, what are these card things that they give out? Are these like, um, you know, the yellow cards, red cards, all of that? Are those yeah. – Yellow cards are caution card and a red card. When you get a red card, you reject it. Usually you get a yellow card first. And then you get a red card. It's usually for a fail. So, you know, it's kind of like throwing your coach out of the game. Like, but sometimes they throw players out of the game for playing dirty. Oh, and, and how many red cards have you gotten? I've gotten a few in my day. I, I've, I used to have very short temper on the soccer field. So I learned to control that now. <laughs> you know, at the age of 31, you've got to learn to control that. Okay. And do you, wear the yellow, do you wear the red card in the right pocket, back pocket, or the... The only one who wears the red card is the referee holds them. You don't wear them. I'm, it was a joke. <laughs> you know, like the hanky code? Gotcha. Do you know what the hanky code is? Do I know what the hanky code is? <gasps> I'm going to say... I know, yes, yeah, if it's in a certain pocket, okay, your top or your bottom, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, let's get back to um, our wonderful guest. <laughs> you know, we can talk about... We could talk about soccer later. I think Mark was right. <laughs> Let's find out which which pocket Mark wears his hanky in. Bring him on. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I think I have Mark here. Uh, let me just make sure this is the right one. I just want to welcome everybody who's first tuning in. Thank you all for tuning in to the show. Um, you're listening to Robert and Jeremy here. Tonight we're going to speak with um, blogger and activist Mark S. King. He's a blogger over at The Body. Com. And if you've been over to thebody.com recently, they just kicked off a Pride Month um, where you could submit photos. And a lot of the bloggers actually posted a blog post about what Pride meant to them. So you can go there and check it out. And actually, Jack did a, a post there as well. Um, I know I did. I believe I just saw. I think Mark did one as well. I'm not sure. But there's definitely cool photos there that you can go check out. Uh, Mark's is really, really comical because, you know, that's how Mark is. He's really, really funny. He has great energy about him. And... No, I, I am excited to welcome Mark S. King back to the show. Mark, welcome. Thank you so much, Robert. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Mark. How are you? Spent the first five minutes talking about you and your boyfriend, Mark, and I think everyone <laughs> has boyfriends now. Yeah. And for yeah. like a minute, I had to go run and look at your picture and decide if I would want to be your boyfriend and what you look oh, like and all that stuff. Me. You but really we have to be careful be. about that because Robert does not approve of people getting too, like, naughty. You know, <laughs> well, you don't get all sexual because we're friends. It's about support, and nobody's porking anybody, okay? So just keep it clean. I, I enjoy Jeremy. the dirty talk, actually. And quit all the, and quit all the colors, tanky stuff. Cause <laughs> <laughs> that's Red the and yellow, baby. Red oh, and yellow. Oh, you're going to hear about right. this after the show, Jeremy. You're going to hear about it. <laughs> How you doing, Robert? We're do we're doing well. I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on. Who um, the last time that you were on? Because we had you on last year. Actually, it was around this time, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. It was yeah, like it was really early, like you had just been started just started to do the show, and I thought I'd throw you a bone and show up. Thank <laughs> 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 God. You know that I love charity. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Mark, you have this this weird virus thing that we all keep talking about. Oh, my fabulous disease. Yes. Yeah, well, I sure do. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah. Well, gosh, since the very beginning, you know, I mean, since, uh -huh. you know, 1985 when the test first came out, I tested positive. You know, I'm a joiner. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 it was all the rage. And yeah. I've stuck around ever since then. Golly, I, I think that's fantastic that you've been able to stick around since then. We've I know. Been, we, well, you know, it's, you know, absolutely it's part, it's part denial, you know, like healthy denial. 
you know, and, and I lived through a lot of really dark times. There's no doubt about it. I lived in Los Angeles in 19, throughout the 80s, you know, so it was a dark time. But, you know, I, 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 I believe that I've earned the right to get, get a kick out of it whenever I can mm-hmm. and, and have some fun. And, uh, you know, something about, I, I think Mel Brooks was talking about why it was that he would write a musical about Hitler you know, when he did the producers. And he said, the worst thing you can do to somebody is make them funny. You know, it really takes away all of their power. And I think the same thing can be said for HIV. I mean, within reason, I think that uh, there is uh, a lot to be said for having a good laugh. And I think laughter is good for your T-cells, so there. So, uh, You know, they say laughter is the best medicine. Absolutely. Oh, I totally agree. And the thing, the, the thing I like most about Mark, your blog is, and then you personally, is that you are, you know, comical during the whole thing, and you do it with such taste. You know what I mean? You don't do it where you're, you're explo- like where you feel like you're exploiting it. Where you're doing it where it's so funny that you have to laugh. You know what I mean? And and it, I think it only works with you. You know what I mean? Because you, the, your personality just comes off across on your blog as somebody that. You gotta know somebody who you you know who you want to be friends with, and I don't know if you do that, you know what I mean, purposely. But I have to tell you that you come off very approachable when you put your stuff out there in your blog. That is so nice to hear. I mean, truly, I I appreciate that. And and the fact is, is that um, uh, I guess I do do it. What I do what I do purposefully is is be myself. You know, and 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 sit there and talk to my little flip video camera as if it were another person, and try my best to entertain it, or or um, or share with you, you know, whatever's going on, finding a doctor or getting facial injections or whatever the he- you know whatever's going on, and and just you know, life is funny sometimes and and uh, strange. I uh, I don't I don't shy away from from difficult stuff. You know, there's been I've got a brother dealing with cancer, and I've got um, just uh, law. I, I talk about the losses I've experienced, you know, throughout the years, and um, and that's all part of it too, you know. So I, I don't know what to say about it, other than you know what it is. I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't tell jokes. I'm not. I don't tell jokes. Things just come out funny, and that's okay. right. <laughs> you know. That is funny, actually. You know, it, you know, and and you shouldn't have to tell jokes, right? Right. Because I I think if you tell a joke, then, in, in how am I going to say this? If you make it a joke, then it is a joke. But if you're, and there goes the damn train again. Um, <laughs> God, it, it's always like at nine o'clock at night that stupid thing goes by. Um, you would think they were on like a schedule or something. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, you know, there's a conductor out there. He's got a little timer and goes, oh, Jeremy's on the radio. Let's do it now. Um, it doesn't go by any other night. It's always, anyway, I digress. We're ta- this is Mark's time. We're talking about Mark. So, Mark, what actually gave you the idea of, um, for, for this, this thing that you call my fabulous disease? Well, I, I have been writing about HIV and AIDS for a long time. You know, I've had it longer than I've been writing about it. In other words, I didn't, I didn't kind of like come out as a writer for until about 15 years ago in terms of somebody that felt like he could do it. And I started writing columns and had a syndicated column for a while, and then I wrote the book. And, and so it just kind of happened organically, and, and, and my take on the situation, I guess, I didn't feel – you have a lot of, in other words, I, I am very, um, I'm not very confident when it comes to like activism, like what's going on with ADAP in North Carolina or South Carolina, wherever they're having that big thing, and how the ADAP crisis has increased in Florida. Uh, I I know peripherally that that's going on, and it does concern me. And if they tell me to call my congressman, I call my congressman and say what they tell me to say. But I couldn't tell you the details. I, it's just not something that I know a lot about or that I feel confident talking about. I feel confident talking about my life as a guy with HIV, you know, and, and what it feels like uh, with the pills or the disclosure or, the, or, or, 
or the sexual uh, negotiations or being in a relationship or having facial wasting and having to have injections to correct it. You know, just that's what I know. Is I just know I just know my own life, and um, I, I wouldn't dare make fun of somebody else or uh, take lightly somebody else's pain. That, that's just not what I'm – I'm not here to make pot shots at anybody else. I'm just here to share with you what it's like for me. And, um, and I'll take pot and shots. And it comes out funny sometimes. Yeah. I, I will do the pot shots for you. Thank you. I, I have – you're welcome. You know, everybody has to have a job, and mine is to make fun of other people. Good. And I do that well. You know, it's, I, I, yeah. I'm like the gay Kathy Griffin. I mean, wait, that's redundant, <laughs> isn't it? Um, she's, she's got that job. She is the gay Kathy <laughs> I think she does. She is the gay Kathy Griffin. Yeah. But um, so you're doing all of this great stuff because I, I think when people see you, they they see past the disease and they see the person, and and I think that is that that's incredible. So thank you so much for doing what you're doing. You're welcome. That that means a lot. You know what you're referring to, which people may not realize, is that my blog, myfabulousdisease.com, it's a written blog, and I write entries, you know, about whatever I'm thinking about. But there's also a video series, a series of videos that I produce, a new video every month or so about whatever that topic is. You know, uh, the most recent one was about choosing your doctor. Because, you know, I, I was moving from Atlanta back here to Florida, and I had to leave my doctor. I didn't have one here in Florida. So how, did I, how do I find a new one? This What a conundrum. So what I did is I, you know, I have this little camera. I take it with me everywhere, it seems like. I mean, into the most unlikely places. Oh, Jeremy, you slut. You'll love this. I went to a sex club with my camera. And uh, there's a whole blog devoted to that. So you can just watch. Oh, I remember. I saw that one. Yes, yes, I saw that one. Oh well, there you go. So you know, like with the the doctor one, I just interviewed my doctor, talking to me about what to look for in a new one, and then before I went to see my new doctor in Florida, I said to him uh, via email, I said, "Before, would you mind if I brought somebody with a camera in for our very first meeting?" And he's like, uh, no, I guess not. I, I mean, I think I showed him what the blog was, so he knew. But literally, the very first time we meet, and you know, I ask him all of these questions that my doctor in Atlanta told me to ask, and it was kind of uncomfortable. You know, when you, you people don't feel like uh, it's not very it's not very comfortable to interview a doctor because we're kind of you know they're supposed to be the experts and all that kind of stuff and how dare we question who they are and i'm sitting there asking them where did you go to school where do you have hospital privileges are you a member of the american academy of hiv medicine and all this stuff and like interviewing him for a job but that's what my doctor in atlanta told me to do and and i do it and he was a very good sport about it turns out he passed and i <laughs> i selected him he he well, he won the big booby prize so and, and, and <laughs> Are you the big booby? Yes, um, I would be. That would be me. <laughs> but you actually hit on something very important that I think everybody should know: is that doctors are in your employment, and that medical care is—it's—it's um, it's not solely your doctor's responsibility; it's also yours. And and I think by by interviewing him and doing that on camera, it—I think that's going to help people really understand that they have to take control of their own, their own medical mm-hmm. um, future, right? Absolutely. It's, it's a partnership. You, you can't expect the doctor to do everything. You know, that, absolutely. And, and as I say in that, in that video, I talk about the fact that we have a lot to be proud of in terms of those who were on the front lines of AIDS in the early years because what we learned in the early years of AIDS is that our doctors don't know everything. And, and the best doctors acknowledged that they didn't know everything. And uh, the best patients were willing to, to take part in the decision-making process. You know, um, On the one hand, that's scary. It's like, well, what do I know about it? You know, it, It's not so much what do you know about medicine. It's what you know about your own body. I don't like this drug I'm taking. It's giving me diarrhea every day, and it won't go away. Or it's giving me horrible nightmares. I mean, 
you have a right as a patient to say this ain't working. Let's do you know what's plan B? What's behind door number two? And um, we have a right to say that. And I, and I think that that culture between doctor and patient has absolutely been you know affected by the AIDS crisis over the years. Absolutely. That's very true, Mark. Um, it's your turn. Just to, um, just to clear it up for some people who may have uh, come a little late into the show, um, can you tell us exactly how long you've been um, HIV positive and how long the blog's been running? Kind of just a little bit about that. And I know you're also in recovery, so I'd like to know about how long uh, you've been clean. Oh. oh, okay. So you want my one sheet? You want my elevator pitch? Like yes. running out for, I'll, give, I'll tell you in 20 seconds my whole deal. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, that no, is, no, 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 no. We uh, have a whole other half hour, so take as long as you yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, we okay. just want to wrap it up so people know, you know what I mean, who are coming into the car. Oh, I hear you. Um, well, I've, I've, I've had HIV since HIV had a name. Um, I was probably infected around 1980, but I tested as soon as the test came out in 85. And I worked for AIDS organizations for many years and, and began writing about living with HIV along the way. And so uh, now I... I'm a, I'm a writer, and I, I do this written blog called My Fabulous Disease, and, uh, and it includes a series of videos on living with HIV and what that means. And I guess my shtick is the fact that it is often humorous, uh, and that's just because my approach to life is often humorous. Um, I, I, I maintain deep respect for other people living with HIV. It's just that my sometimes I think life is funny. Um, along the way... Uh, I would say about 1996 or so, when protease inhibitors came out, um, I took a break from being an AIDS activist because it was getting kind of uh, tiring and became a drug addict for a while. And so I became a, a, a serious crystal meth addict for about 10 years. And for a while I was able to maintain my regular life, and then I wasn't. And it just became being a drug addict. And and that was a, you know, of an ironic time that that I would choose to do something so self-destructive after having survived AIDS for so long, you know, that uh I would then turn to doing something that was uh, you know, uh much more likely to kill me than HIV. And and I feel that way about it today. I'm in recovery today and and I do believe that the disease of addiction is more likely to kill me than the disease of HIV. It's a balancing act, um, but, but uh, HIV does what I tell it to because I take my medications and I keep it under control and I try to stay healthy. But um, my addictive mind and my addictive thinking, that's something, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little screwed up in the head from all of those drugs for all of those years. And so I have to really keep a close eye on on that and make sure that my recovery is a daily uh, uh, a daily activity. It's something that I re- remind myself every day that if I'm not careful, you know, I can uh, I can find myself thinking thoughts that will lead me back to doing drugs. So I, I have to be very careful about that. And you know what? Speaking of just like humor and you know how much of my blog and stuff is devoted to, not devoted to, but comes out funny, that's the one topic I cannot be very funny about. Um, I, I, that's the one thing that I have a hard time finding very much to say that comes out funny, and that is, uh, that is my, my battle with drug addiction. It, it, was, it was not very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's well, not I, funny. You know, yeah, drugs aren't funny, right? I mean, hey, but if you want to crack a couple of drug jokes, give it your best shot. I, I would love to hear it. <laughs> I, Just I in don't case think I have I any, choose. really, you know. It's, you know, junkie walks into a bar, and you think you would have seen it. That's as <laughs> much as I've got, you know. Do you, but, um, <laughs> do, do you go to meetings, Mark? I do. Okay. I do. I, I, I try to, when possible, I mean, if you ask me a direct question like that, I'll answer it. I, I try to, whenever possible, be respectful of um, the culture of, of the 12-step programs and meetings by not, being explicit about that, I just say I'm in recovery, um, and and I leave it at that because people there are many roads there, but you got to mm-hmm. pick one, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, uh, for for a long time, 
I would pick one, and then when uh, I it was working, I would stop and say, "Well, this I don't like this. I'll go try something else, just so I could relapse and do drugs again." So um, I try to be, I try not to name it in terms of, yeah, am I am I in a twelve step program? Do I go to daily meetings? The answer is yes. Truthfully, yes. That, that's exactly what I do. But people can find recovery. Um, in more than one way, and I'm certainly not here to, to, to promote one thing over another. Um, but, yeah, that's what I do. I mean, and one of the other amazing things that you did was also you, you wrote a book about, um, you know, living through H- with HIV and, and going through drug addiction called A Place Like This. Yeah. And for people who are listening, that should be rotating on the screen above the chat room, um, and you can click on it to purchase it on Amazon. But um, they can also find that at your website. You just redid as well, which is another um, you know cool idea that I wanted to have you on. And you just happened to read because you just redid your website what a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Well, actually, a few months ago when I launched the live blog, I redid the website completely. And so now you can my videos and and uh, and just my live postings you can read. And before it was really just kind of a it wasn't so great of a website. So it's well, it looks fabulous. Thank you. Thank like you. I, I love it. It's all organized. Everything's right where you can find it, and it has your humor. <laughs> You're kicking I the heels. It. I love it. I tell you, I love the cover of the book because people don't notice it first, but that is actually a picture of somebody snorting up the Hollywood sign. And if that isn't descriptive of my years in Hollywood, I don't know what is. You know, it's uh, it's about the '80s and uh, Hollywood and working as an actor there and and and. Uh, 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 close encounters with celebrities and um, phone sex and drugs and AIDS, ultimately. And a lot of it is very funny, actually. And um, it's, it, AIDS is kind of uh, this character that arrives and turns everything upside down, including the tone of the book. But it's, uh, it was a – I'm very proud of it. I – I wish I had a funny joke about it, but I don't. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Sometimes we don't need to be funny. I know. <laughs> I, I get told that all the time, Jeremy. Never, you don't have to be funny all the time. Like, <laughs> says you. I like to be funny. I like to laugh. You know, it, because it, I, I, I think, Mark, you and I are kind of kindred spirits here in, in the fact that um, it, it's we, we, we are dealing with some heavy, dark crap in our lives, mm-hmm. HIV, hepatitis C, meth addiction, you know, and that's, that's heavy, you know, it's, it's a lot of heaviness around us, but you're, you're, I, I tend to be like you, and it's just like, you know what, I know, Robert, I'm going to say the F word, but everybody hold your ears, I say, fuck you to that, and I move on, and it, you got to laugh at it. Well, we and the fact is, is I gotta have joy. There's gotta yeah, be I, I, the cookie for me. You know, the carrot is joy. You know, yeah. and and I didn't work this hard making it through all of those very dark years of AIDS. You know, in the '80s, or going through the recovery process. You know, just so I could uh, sit around and stare at what soccer on television and talk about what colors they're wearing and their uniforms or what the heck were y'all talking about at the beginning of the show? Uh, anyway, I have to have something more entertaining than I've just, I've just got to, I have to feel the joy of life. And, and to tell you the truth, most of the time I wake up happy and grateful just to be here. And, and, and that is the truth to tell you the truth. That is enough joy. I, I'm joyful enough just knowing that I have uh, made it through what I've made it through. So, hey, are people going to call in and ask me, like, provocative questions or, or what? <laughs> yes, absolutely. We can open up the line here. The chat room, and the Why chat room is we? filling up with interesting people, including, I'd like to point out, Daddy Dab, who lives here in Fort Lauderdale. Daddy, I've seen your pictures. You seem like a very <laughs> nice man. I really wish you would um, chat me up sometime. Just say hello to me on Facebook. Purely, purely just on a friendship basis because I love my husband. I really do. But I just want to say that. So let's open up the lines. If you guys want to give us a call and talk to uh, Mr. Mark S. King, you can call us at 347-215-9442. So, Mark, tell me a little bit about this cruise because I know you went on the HIV cruise. Um, 
and I, you just blog about it. How was that? Oh, I haven't gone on it yet. I'm going. I, I've, 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 um, I'm, I'm an MC. I'm an, I'm a host. You know, oh. I get to be like Julie and say, "Hi, welcome to the HIV cruise. Can I help you?" And uh, uh, if you'll go to down that hallway and meet us all in the rear <laughs> sofa, we'll be having cocktails at six. You know, that sort of thing. I, I, I can't wait. Oh, I thought you went. Okay, cool. So then you have to tell us about it later. But I do oh, have yeah. somebody on the line here. So let uh, me. Uh, sir. Oh, go ahead. Let me uh, bring this person on area code four seven eight. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Welcome to the show. Hi, uh, my name is Ray. Could you lower your speakers, Ray? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, my name is Ray. I'm calling from Atlanta. How you doing from Atlanta, Ray? I'm doing good. I just want to say thank you for having the show. It's a really good show that we can uh, call and listen to some good uh, speakers. Thanks. And uh, I'd like to thank Mark for coming on and speaking. Um, I'm a survivor for 13 years. And so uh, I just I, I just wanted to find out a little bit more about the cruise. I just uh, heard you guys talking about it and uh, find out uh, what it all entails and what I have to do and if there's a website I can go to. Well, Monk, you want to tell us a little bit about the cruise? I, I can. The, the easiest thing for me to tell you is the website, which is hivcruise.com. Uh, what I know about it is um, I know the people that are putting it on, and I know some of the other hosts, the people that – this is it's not you know it's not a charity it is a it's a for-profit venture it is a a group of guys that thought that it would be fun to get other hiv positive men into a social situation in this case going out on a cruise and so one of them was a travel agent and he put it together and they've been doing it now for several years six or seven years and uh the you can go you can see the itinerary for it it's a week-long cruise it's on a carnival cruise line so it's a big line with um, lots of amenities, but very, you know, very affordable. And and then there are workshops and events throughout the week for people, of, for those of us in our group. Um, you know, there's workshops on nutrition or exercise or just psychosocial issues or just fun stuff. Um, me, I'm going to be spending most of my time going down the slide because there's like this big slide on the top of the ship that loops out over the ship. And then hopefully there's like a chocolate fountain every midnight, and I will be there. So that's what I'll be doing. And it's, it's supposed to be a lot of fun. And certainly from the people I've talked to that have been, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's an affordable experience. I just thought it would be a hoop to go. So I'm going to be. Uh, it's in October, the last week of October. And if you go to www.hivcruise.com and just you know, look at the October cruise, It'll give you the itinerary, where they're going, what all the cabin prices are, and so. Do uh, your name is Ray? You're in Atlanta. Do I know you? Because yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I haven't. I've never met you, but I've uh, looked up your blog, and then I'm also uh, I look up other things on HIV and try to keep abreast with what's going on. And uh, well, I you. Just, uh, you know, so I, I mean, I only try to find things to do because for. HIV, man, um, it's hard, kind of hard to meet people socially. Yeah. And uh, when I heard you guys talking about the cruise, I kind of uh, piqued my interest. Well, you are obviously you know about Paz I Am because you're you're listening to this radio show. So chances are you know about Robert's website, which is probably the single best website dedicated to social support among HIV people. So you know about that, and that's great. But you know. If you if you want to take yourself a, a fairly affordable vacation in October, I'd love to meet you on the cruise too. Oh, good! That's going to be great. It's uh, it's just wonderful that you guys have these programs out there for us to choose from, and uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm going to check out the website here in a minute. Um, okay. Is it all? Is how many? How how big is the group that usually goes? Um. Now that's a good question. As I what I hear is is that this group is bigger. Obviously, that's due to my star quality. Um, so I don't know how big it's going to get, but I I know that they have some somewhere over a hundred, sometimes uh, uh, not more than two hundred, maybe between a hundred and two hundred, or maybe more this year. Wow, that sounds really good. Well, uh, thank you so much again for your help on that information, and um, continue the blog. I think that your blog is great. Thank and, you. Uh, so I, I think I have to join in. It's just I get shy, and I, you know, I, I, uh, 
I don't join in often when I should. Well, um, I, I hope you do. Whether it's this opportunity or some other opportunity, um, socialization is a really important thing. So I, I hope you take advantage however you can. Thank you. And and we I was just going to say, Ray, you did a great job of joining in just now. Just oh, call in. You, you, you joined it. So just keep <laughs> that momentum going. Really? Oh, good. Thank you. And thanks, Pause I Am Radio, for all you do for us. Thanks for calling. Oh, Have right. a good night, Ray. You'll okay. get the bill. Take care. I'll send the bill. <laughs> no, that was so great. That guy was so nice. Yeah, he that was, was awesome. awesome. Are there more? Are there more waiting? Are there people waiting? Are there more? Yeah, are there more? There, there is nobody else online, but they can reach oh. us here at the, at the show at 347-215-9442. Uh, Mark, is that the same um, cruise as, as Nate's cruise, right, with Nate? Yes, yes. Nate Clarkfield? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Nate's one of the on hosts. the show. Oh, great. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was thinking about doing this, it turns out that several of the hosts live here in Fort Lauderdale, and I had them all come over for dinner so I could kind of, like, needle them and ask them questions and find out, like, how drunk do they get, or how inappropriate are these people? And it turns out they're very nice. <laughs> they're they're uh, they're they're sincere about what they're doing, and um, they're always trying to find you know like they'll do shore excursions that are just specific for the group, you know the HIV group, and they say those are always more fun than the ones put on by the ship. <laughs> but you know they, they seemed well intentioned and good. I'll give you the real poop when I get back, but it sounds like it's going to be a, a, a great trip. It sounds, it sounds like, like a lot of fun. It's going to be a hoot. Yeah, see, I can't go because I'm dealing with this whole wedding thing right now, so, ugh. But, um... Oh, to have those words. Thing? Wedding thing? Is that you, Robert? No, that's no, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy, you're, you're going to... What, what wedding thing? I'm, Mark and I are getting married. Oh, that's no, nice. No, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Nice. And God, it's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> I, I'm turning into a bridezilla. Uh huh. You know, it's anyway a whole other discussion. But the wedding's going to be in September, September 18th, from two to six p.m. Oh wow! So if anybody wants to come, you're more than welcome to come. You know that's very magnanimous of you, but the fact is you've already I, you've already alienated the single people listening to you who resent you right now, and married <laughs> people like me are resenting you a lot too because you're all in love and happy. So I don't well, I didn't much of an that. audience left to come to your we wedding here. <laughs> there was no all in love and happy. It's just we're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> we we skipped the the all in love and happy part and said and we're just gonna jump to the end. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, so um that October trip is out for me unfortunately because I have, you know, just kind of get this thing scheduled through the, through the summer and and I'm just going to I I have to come clean with everybody on listening right now. Um I normally don't take my meds until after the show and for some reason they were sitting there and I popped them in and swallowed them down. And I'm starting to get a little goofy, so. Oh God! <laughs> I blame them. <laughs> so I'm going to start prattling here in a little bit, and then start seeing pretty colors. But um, just want you to know oh, that I'm okay. I just took my handful of medicine. All right. Well, you got your husband to be with you. He'll take care of you if you fall over. He's yeah. Are you kidding? Him and Charlie went in there and slept. <laughs> So Mark, what what do you have coming up um, for? Are you you're not coming to the the AIDS crisis summit, are you? Um, actually, I am coming. I'm going to the International AIDS Conference in Vienna in in uh, July. Ooh, Vienna! And uh, I'm very excited about that. The the body dot com has always been really good to me, uh, and they're the they're the they're probably the most comprehensive HIV site on the internet. The body dot com, and um, they're the first ones that sent me a camera and said hey, why don't you just start taking some video and see what happens? And, and I just took to it and really enjoyed it, and I, uh, I got some editing software, and so I, I film and edit these, these, the video things myself, and so that became, they're the ones that really nurtured that in me. And, and they are sending me, along with a couple of their staff, to Vienna for the International AIDS Conference in July, and my job is to produce a video every day. <laughs> 
and and they're going to post every day. And so, whereas I usually take about a month to put together a video, which right. is basically just because I'm lazy. I mean, I I could do more, but uh, you know, I don't want to push it. You know, interrupt my nap time. So, this in Vienna, I will I will my my personal goal is to create a video every day, and um and first of all because I I am so just honored that they have entrusted me with this responsibility. They will be doing their own reporting from Vienna. And of course, as, as your listeners probably know, the International AIDS Conference is a bi-yearly conference, which is the largest gathering anytime, anyplace of AIDS researchers, advocates, healthcare professionals, activists, um, uh, everybody kind of who can't, you know, gets together. And so it's not just a research conference. I mean, there's, there's, there's events about religion and and on uh, racism or on you know uh, AIDS phobia and coming out and all of those other issues associated with AIDS. There's something about it, and so what they know is that I'm not a research guy. I mean, I I, I try to stay up to date, and I'm probably better off at it than the average person. But my thing is is just the sights and the sounds and the emotions of people and connecting to other people living with HIV. And they're like, that's great, just do that. So I'm going to be just all over Vienna with my camera at the conference interviewing people living with HIV from all over the world and going to these cultural events that they put on. And, and I'll go to the, the, the research stuff too, and, and that will you know, be an aspect of my reporting. But basically it will be Charles Kuralt. For you old I'm queen. so jealous. I'm so old. jealous that you're going, Mark. I, I'm thrilled. I can't believe it. It's like the, the, that's the most exciting thing I have to do all year. Yeah, yeah. I applied for a scholarship, but uh, I don't think I got one. But I do oh, have a caller, so I got one of those. Let's bring caller with area code four zero four. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name's David, and I'm actually calling from Macon, Georgia. I guess another Georgia person. <laughs> uh, but but what I. Uh, uh, what I wanted to talk about was I, I did go on the cruise uh, for the last two years. And uh, last year we had about 200, about almost 300 people on the cruise. You know, So I know earlier when you was talking uh, to somebody, that they said around, a, a hundred, you know, around 100, 200. You know, so, yes, you know. yeah, I was ignorant about that. So did you have a good time? <laughs> I'm pardon what? Did, was it worth it for you? Did you have a good Oh, time? man, yeah, yeah. I'm going this year, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a blast. I mean, they have all kinds of uh, uh, just group events you can do. I mean, uh, we uh, the the travel agent, uh, his name Paul. Uh, he he ends up uh, uh, getting a lot of uh, excursions for us, you know, and stuff. We do as a group, you know, and stuff. It's just a good time to uh, kind of form a brotherhood, you know, and stuff. Cool. Well, David, I will be meeting you in in October then, because I'll be there. I. It and sounds so, good. So yeah, kind of have my back, would you please? Make sure I don't get into trouble, and let me know. Uh, well, likewise too. You know, make sure I don't get in trouble. You know. So. <laughs> okay, good. So, it, in trouble together. It is, it is a lot of it is a lot of fun, and you know, I mean, I mean, and that's one thing. I mean, more people that can go on it. You know, the 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 uh, nicer it is because, uh, like you was talking earlier about the water slide. You know, we just basically take over the water slide. You know, it's this great time. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, I look forward to it. I really do. Hey, so, um, just real quick, so before you hang up, I know that you um, you said you went on the cruise. Was it very social? Uh, like for somebody oh. like myself, maybe a little, you know, who or somebody else who may be insecure and maybe not a real personable person. Is it social? Is it clicky? Like how did you find no, it? No, no. I mean, they, it's as social as you want it to be. I mean, I mean, if you want to be left alone in your room, you know, uh, that that can happen. You know, at dinner time, we all eat together. We have uh, we have our own parties. Last year, we had a uh, a black and white party, you know, on the ship. You know, it was just our group and stuff, you know. And so it's just uh, uh, when we uh, when you get on the cruise, you know, uh, the the cruise director he, he gives you little little bracelets so you can identify other people in the group, you know, and stuff. So that way. You can uh, learn. I mean, I've made some great friends from it, you know, and stuff. You know, so. Cool. And, you I, know, I, I hear I, they I have continue. a new way of identifying themselves when they're talking, like at the dinners with the other guests on the ship. They'll refer to the recipe. Yeah, that's and when correct. They refer, when correct. you refer to the recipe, you're referring to your HIV. Is that right? 
That is correct, yeah, because uh don't want to start a panic, you know, on the ship or anything. You know, but... <laughs> I love that. I love that because I want to talk about the recipe and about how fattening it is or whether I've lost weight <laughs> on the recipe and, uh, you know, what do, I, what do I do to keep my recipe to myself, how I hate to share my recipe with anybody. <laughs> so I just think it'll be great. I, I I can't wait for those conversations. <laughs> well, it, it, it's a good time. I mean, I mean, I mean, from the moment you get on, uh, you're you're with the group, and 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 it's like I said, if you don't want to, if you want to do your own thing, you can, you know, you're free to do that. But but still, you know, I mean, you make friends. You're beating people for breakfast in the morning. You're you're uh, going on excursions with, with people. You know, it's just a good time. You know, so cool. That sounds yeah, like. A matter of fact, I can't I can't hardly wait till October. You know, so. <laughs> That sounds like fun. Well, thanks for calling into the show. All right. Well, thank you, and uh, keep up the good work you guys do. Thanks. Okay. And remember, folks, if you guys want to call us here at the show, we have a few minutes left. You can reach us at 347-215-9442. So, Mark, what, um, do you have any blog posts uh, sitting in the pocket waiting to come out soon? I do. I do. I have a couple of uh, videos that are in the hopper. One of them is about um, crystal meth and HIV um, because I have a – some really well-spoken people who are HIV positive as a result of crystal meth use. And um, I just, having lived through it the early days of AIDS, I see something in crystal meth that is very familiar to me, and that is our community not quite knowing how to get a handle on it or talking about it as openly as maybe we might, about making sure that we're all clear that this is uncool, <laughs> what's happening to our to a lot of our brothers out there, which is, you know, they're, they're losing their lives um, to, to, to crystal meth addiction. And um, so I'm doing a video on that, and, uh, and then I'm also going to do a video, um, I'm putting it together now, on HIV-negative men, because I've, and I think we've talked about this before, Robert, but I've always just felt like if you're a, a gay man and you're sexually active and you know, you're out there on the scene and you're a sexually active gay man, and you remain negative, you deserve a medal. You know, you, there should be a parade in your honor because it, chances are you're making decisions over and over again that are the right ones. And maybe luck might be, you know, part of the equation, but chances are, you know, you are really making choices that are, that are, that, that are you know, are helpful to you, that, that are keeping you HIV negative. And I, I, I'm going to do a video where I actually interview sexually active gay uh, men and ask them, how the heck do you do this? And how do, you, how do you get through an HIV test every four months or, or however long, however often you're taking it? Because I only had to take it once, you know, and that was a long, long time ago. And if I had to have my behavior literally tested every few months, did I do the right thing? Did I act just right? Did I make any mistakes? Well, we'll find out right after this, you know, because, you know, the blood test is about to come back. Um, that would just tear me up, you know. So I don't have that sort of anxiety today. And, and I'm very interested, interested to know how HIV-negative men handle that, that pressure. And also just to lift them up and make them feel, uh, you know, make sure that they're reminded you know that they are to be uh, congratulated and held up for 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 maintaining that level of. You get what I'm saying. I'm blathering. You got the. No, I, to, no, I totally understand. It makes total um total sense. So tell us a little bit about you. I know you submitted a pride photo. We were just talking about it earlier on the body, and yours is hilarious. I mean, <laughs> it totally it just packs me up with your little headband on and your megaphone. <laughs> You know, I look very, I, I look very, uh, what's her name? Um, get physical. I look very Olivia Newton-John, don't I? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I, I have this, you know, all of the, you're supposed to send in a picture about what pride means and you're holding up a sign or something. So I made a headband that said pride means. And with the rest of my piece of construction paper, I made this megaphone. And the megaphone says, speak up, you know, um, if, if you're able to speak up, you know, if, you know, we had a caller from Macon, Georgia, he may or may not feel comfortable speaking up for himself. 
the, there are many of us who can, you know. And, you know, sometimes, just the other night, I had a group of friends here. They were, some were friends of friends here from out of town. And they were younger than me, and they were from out of town, so they were going to have dinner at my house, and then they were all going to go out, you know, and, and have a good time. And I don't do that, so I was going to, you know, they were going to go out, and that was fine. And I asked them while they were here, do y'all get tested for HIV? How, does that have, do y'all get tested? Um, do you talk about it much among your friends? I mean, I was just, I was like, just curious to know, because I couldn't tell if that's something that they ever really talked about, and it turns out they didn't. And they couldn't tell, they didn't know which of their friends were positive and which of their friends were negative. It wasn't something, and I found it really interesting that they, they didn't, and that those of whoever among them may have been positive didn't feel comfortable saying so to their own group of friends. And I just found that really interesting. And I, I, uh, I think my speak up sign means, you know, if you're, if you're blessed enough to be in a situation where you're comfortable disclosing your HIV status to your friends, to, to, to the people around you that you care about, say it, you know, say something, let people see you as an example of someone who is, you know, adjusted and happy or healthy um, with HIV. Uh, it's, just, it's just an important thing. And then they'll know that they have somebody to come ask a question to, some embarrassing question about safer sex or who knows what, that, that they wouldn't have known who to ask before. Um, so I think I kind of put a, I think I kind of, um, what, I was a real buzzkill at the dinner maybe. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but, uh, but it turned into a very interesting conversation and I have a feeling that those friends might talk a little bit more about themselves because sometimes you need somebody to just be the one to say, hey, don't forget about HIV. Right. <laughs> you know, y'all have a good time. <laughs> you know? No, it's very true because a lot of, you know, of the young gay males don't really think about HIV unless they're educated about it and, you know, that's why it's important for people like you, me, Jeremy, Jack, for us to go out there and to talk about, you know, the situation and what it's like living with it. But one of my favorite blogs that you did was a, a, a blog with your mother. And, you know, I've been wanting to do a blog with my mom for, like, the longest time since I started blogging for the body. But my mom doesn't have the guts to get on camera. And neither will my sisters. So two things is you sat down and you talked to your mom and you asked her questions that you never asked her before, like what she felt like when you told her that you were positive and things like that. Yeah. And what was that like for you to sit down and actually go through that process with your mom? You know, it's really kind of interesting because as much as I can be kind of a goof off, the fact is, is that is a real coping mechanism in my family. That is, we make light of things. We joke, we laugh. There's a lot of brothers and sisters and there's a lot of laughter around the house. But sometimes that covers up talking about serious stuff. And what I did in that interview with my mom, it was a Mother's Day posting I did on the body, um, but it's also on my, on my site, is, is I just um, I wanted to know how she felt when she found out that I was positive. Did she think I was going to die? Was she embarrassed? Did she ever talk to her friends about it? You know, um, and she's in her 80s now, you know. So I... I it was a really uh, special time for me to be able to ask. I had never asked her those questions before, and uh, she's always been very supportive of me. But she admitted things like, "Yeah, I did think you were going to die." <laughs> you know, it was 1986. You know, uh, and and uh, I have a gay brother who lost his partner of 13 years to AIDS, and my mom talks about what it was like losing a member of the family which is how she considered his partner. And um, I don't know. She doesn't, she doesn't make news. There's nothing earth-shattering that she says, but you've got to love a mom. You know, how can you go wrong when you have a mom, you know, talking about how she loves her son? You know, uh, we can all relate to that. We all either have it or we want it, you know. So thanks for, thank you for mentioning that blog. I, I'll tell her she has a fan. Yeah, kudos to your mom. Totally, I give her mad props. But I do have another uh, caller here on the air that we can bring on right before uh, we end this tonight. Caller, area code 954. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, me? Yes, you. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I thought just listening. No, my name's Spider, and I'm calling from Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Spider. Hey. Yeah. I just, uh, hold on a second. I didn't realize I was getting on here. I have to. I have to uh, uh, mute the phone. No, I um, actually I saw Mark this morning, and I wanted to say I had to leave early. But no, my question was, he's a, Mark is a partner, and I'm wondering. I maybe he can't answer this, but what's it like being, you know, married to, to you know, Mr. Out and Proud, Positive Mark King? How does he deal with it? <laughs> well, you know, that's actually a good question, and it's different depending on the day. The answer that is, <laughs> um, my partner Ben, I can, he's like the Maris in this sitcom. You never <laughs> see him. <laughs> you know, um, he is. He has been the cameraman on many of my blogs, but you've never seen him. Uh, I refer to having a partner, but it's just, and that's just the way it is. He's a business person. He's a, an executive, and it's not so much that he is closeted because actually everyone he does business with knows that he's gay and he has a partner. Um, but um, you know, it's just not his thing. <laughs> it's just not his thing. He's very supportive of me for it. Um, it's been a little interesting because some p- members of his family know about my status and know about my work. But, for instance, his mom doesn't. And his mom and I, we're all very close. And so sometimes it's a little weird. Sometimes i got to make sure that, you know, some piece of paper is not sitting out or some – she doesn't know I wrote a book. She doesn't know, you know, things like that. And, but, but that's the way it is. And um, I understand that. And, and it's, it's his choice about her knowing or not. And I, I totally respect his choice. Um, but otherwise, he's proud of me. He's okay. He thinks I'm sil- a silly Billy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to know. Anyway, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, this is my first time visiting this kind of thing. I've never, I wasn't really expecting to get on. I thought I was listening to the show on on the can- on the telephone. <laughs> Did I scare you? <laughs> no, no, I didn't scare me. It's just all okay. of a sudden, I, I, and it, there's a time delay, so I'm uh, hearing it both ways. But Gotcha. Anyway. Well, thanks for calling and listening tonight, Spider. No problem. See you later. Thank Have you. So, Mark, we are down to the last two minutes. I just want to remind everybody that they can uh, find your fabulous disease at uh, markfitzking.com and myfabulousdisease.com. Um, any final thoughts for our audience before you head off, um, Mark? Um, just remember, you know, the, the, the secret to living a long and happy life is hopefully the love of a good man. And if, if you can't find that, maybe the temporary love of one would do. Um, working with a good doctor and chocolate brownies made from scratch. Chocolate double chocolate brownies made from scratch, I'm telling you right now, are going to put 10 years on your life. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, Mark, thank you so much for joining us this evening, and you have a great night. Thank you. You too. And thanks again for all of your interest and support, Robert, and good luck with Paws I Am. Thank you so much. We love having Mark on. And remember, you can find more information on Mark at MyFabulousDisease.com. You know, uh, Jeremy, one of the things I did want to uh, bring up, I wanted to bring it up earlier in the show, but I kind of forgot because we got sidetracked with the soccer stuff. Um, But uh, tonight on the documentary channel, um, they may be able to catch it if you're on the West Coast um, at 8 p.m. Eastern time it was on. So if you could, you know, backtrack the time and see if you can find it at 8 p.m. your time. Bob Bauer's documentary, The Fire Within, made its TV debut on the documentary channel, and it was on the 8 o'clock this evening. But um, you can definitely check that out um, at Netflix. You can actually run it off of Netflix if you have Netflix. It's called The Fire right. Within. Oh, wonderful friend. You all right there, Jeremy? Yeah, I'm, I'm great. <clears throat> I am just PG keen. I, yeah, I'm sure. If everybody can get a hold of the fire within and watch it, it, it really is. I've seen quite a few clips. I haven't seen it um, end to end, but it, it's it's good. It's amazing. Um, but you can find more information on Jeremy at positivelyspeaking.com. That's positively with a Z. dot com, and more information on the radio show, past guests that we've had, and the social network at posim.com. And again, our Wonderful guest, Mark S. King at MyFabulousDisease.com. We are going to be rescheduling Kimberly Locke. Next week we will have a a gentleman on by the name of Toby who will be speaking with us. Uh, He runs out in in Jersey, 
the magazine, and um, he wrote a, a series of poems for a partner that passed from HIV. And he's going to come on and share some of that with us. And you'll be with me again next week, Jeremy. Yes, I will be. All right. So Sounds until next good. week, everyone, enjoy the rest of your uh, your Sunday. Have a good one. Have a good one, too. Bye.